Welcome to the Emmanuel Church Podcast, where we believe God is with us and speaks to us wherever we're at, whether at work, home, or on the move. We'd love for you to be connected with us by visiting us at myemmanuelchurch.com or any social media platform using at myemmanuelchurch. Thanks for being with us, and we hope you enjoy this message. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Good to be here today with a safe haven. Amen. Well, I know we're officially safe haven, but we're still here in Emmanuel Church. Amen. And we welcome everyone today. We're happy to be here. We greet everyone that is watching us today and praying for Pastor Gabe that he'll feel better. Amen. And for Sister Lejinska. Two, we greet y'all. If y'all are watching us, I want to say that we love you and we miss you. <laughs> Thank you to the worship team. Thank you for the audio people that they're still working over there on the trying to fix it uh, today. But uh, we're happy to be here. And, you know, yeah, just, just got to be excited. Amen. We're going to read the word in Luke chapter 5. And uh, it says here. One day, as Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. He saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to pull out a little from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Pull out into deep water and let down the nets for a cash. Simon answered, Master, we worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. And when they have done so, They caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled boats so full that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' feet and said, Go away from me, Lord. I am a sinful man. For him and all his companions were astonished at the cache of fish they had taken. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will fish for what? People. (laughs) You will fish for people. So they pulled their boats up on shore left everything, and followed him. Amen. Thank you, Father, for your word, blessed in our hearts, and let this be pleasing to you, produce a fruit in our hearts that would be glorify your name, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you for your support. We know that we need to thank you. Y'all can be seated. Thank you, thank you. We know that we need to be praying for three things. As you well know, we're going to have an interest meeting soon. 
I mean, how many of you remember? We're supposed to have an interest meeting, everybody that's interested in helping us. That doesn't mean that you can't help a Templo Emanuel. You can still help over there, but you can still help here and uh, and save and save Haven Church. Amen. We need help all the time. And churches, when they plant, they continue to have the support of their mother church. So the mother church here is Templo Emanuel. But there's three things that we need to be praying for safe haven, okay? Well, first of all, we need to continue f- to pray for the team, the team that is going to be leading this church. We know Pastor Gabe and Lajiska, and we're still praying for other people to be gathered to this team. And you can say, well, what am I going to do in this team? You come and you're going to support. That means you're going to support. You're going to be there for this church. And some way or another, you are going to support, be part of it, uh, be present, help, you know, whatever it takes to make this church go forward. Amen? We are excited. First, we said what? We have to continue to pray for the team. Amen? Second, we're going to be praying for location, for location. We have been, uh, how do you say, wandering around and seeing, Lord, where is it that you're going to take us? Where are you going to open the door? Where are we going to go for? We Our plan is to move forward in August, but if, if the, it's not open yet, we're going to continue looking to see where God is going to take us to the place where he needs us, location. Uh, what did I say? Team? What? Location. And number three? resources okay we need to pray for reset uh, those of you that are watching us and you want to be part of this uh uh beginnings of this church want to be part of the team you can't be part of the team you can still give amen we can still give right so we're we're picking up pleasures we're giving and we have a, a good number of people that have said they're going to give. They're going to support us. They're going to, whatever amount you want to give, you can give to help Save Heaven Church. Save Haven Church launch. Amen. Launch. That's where we want to launch in August. Those things are very, very important. Okay? Very important. We just went to a conference a few weeks back. We saw a lot of young couples. Listen, a lot of young couples are the ones that are church planting today. Saw a lot of them, and they were running to the altar to receive the strength of God for them to plant these churches. Some of them are barely starting. Some of them are going to start. We have a a great number of of people all over the United States that are planting. Brother Gabriel is not the first one, and it's not going to be the last one. But he's one of those groups that have received the vision, you know, to plant. It's not easy. It's not going to be easy, right? And we have been, been believing God for him to help us. So today, I want to speak to you a little bit of the vision that we must have. The Bible says that uh, Jesus was by the lake, and people were crowding around him to hear the word of God. Because the word of God is the most important thing. When people hear the word of God, amen, That is what's going to draw them to Jesus, the word of God. I remember I preached one sermon not too long ago, well, last year, I don't know where, about making Jesus accessible to the people, right? 
But not only do we have to make Jesus accessible to the people, we have to make his word accessible to the people, right? So the Bible says that Jesus was standing and the people were crowding and listening to the word of God. It's important to listen. And we're going to find out why it's important to listen. Because if we just block the word of God out, then we're not going to be able to be, to receive what God wants to give us. Amen. And the Bible says that he saw two boats. Now, why do, why does this have to say about the boats? I mean, they didn't have to tell us about the boats, but anyhow, they tell us about the boats, two boats that are there at the edge of the water. And it says the fishermen had left his boats there, and they were washing their nets. In other words, they were finished for that time. They were finished doing their fishing for that night or for whatever time they had finished. They were finished. They were washing their nets, you know. And they were like, we're not going to go fishing anymore. This is it. We're done for today. Amen. Yes. And they were ready to go home, right? They were ready. And, you know, well, those of you that have been fishing, I know Gallito here, he likes to go fishing a lot. <laughs> Do you catch a lot of fish, brother? Praise God. Good, good. Bring me some next time. <laughs> but it's so disappointing, so disappointing. And they can tell you if you've ever gone fishing and you don't catch nothing, you go home sad, right? You go home sad. You'd rather just stop by the store and buy some fish and be happy, you know. <laughs> Amen. So anyhow, the Bible said they had been done. They were done, you know, with that fishing. They had their boats there. The fishermen were washing their nets. And then Jesus, what did he do? The Bible says that he saw the boats and he got in one of them. One, okay, because he couldn't get in two, you know. He got in one. And the Bible says that that boat belonged to Simon. Now, he specifically chose the boat. He knew that boat belonged to Simon. Okay? Because it was with Simon. He had something special for Simon on that day. Amen. And he asked him to pull out a little into the shore. This is the first time that he said, okay, pull out. So he began to pull out. But he wasn't far away. From there, he began to teach the word. And again, he sat down and taught the people from the boat. The Bible says he continued to speak that word. Because like I said a while ago, the word is very, very important. Sometimes we, you know, we ignore it or we just start thinking about other stuff when they're preaching, right? Okay, don't say right. Okay. <laughs> and when he finished speaking, speaking, he told him for the second time, remember, because he told him the first time, pull out a little bit. But he didn't, he didn't pull out way out, you know, just a little bit so that he could preach. But the second time that he tells him, he says when he had finished speaking, he told Simon, pull out. But he said what? Into deep water, right? And he, and let the nets for a catch. Wow. See, he was already telling him that they were going to catch. 
Because he says, go, pull, go to the, because everybody knows, well, most fishermen knows that the fish are in the deep. The deeper you go, the more fish there. Sometimes there's fish that are right in the, in the edge, but most of the time the bigger fish are out in the deep. Is this correct? I mean, I'm not a fisherman. Yeah, but it's true. My dad, because we grew up in Corpus Christi, Texas. Now, everybody knows that's the sparkling city by the sea. <laughs> it's by the ocean. And every week, we would go fishing with my dad. Every week, you know? Every weekend. I mean, not on Sundays, because we went to church. We don't fish on Sundays. Hallelujah. <laughs> Unless we're on vacation. Anyhow. But my, my dad loved fishing, you know. I don't know if I ever really f- did any fishing, but I went, and I was there. <laughs> Amen. And what we're going to say today, look, because Jesus began, the important part here is Jesus is dealing with Peter, okay. He's trying to show him a spiritual truth, okay. And what the spiritual truth is that, you have to live your life by the word of God. And Peter, that day, he needed a word from God. Amen. It wasn't the word that he was expecting, but it was something that was going to bless his life and change. Wow. It was going to change everything for him. It was going to change the course of his life. It was going to change his career. It was going to change uh, his family. Wow. Everything was going to change on that day. Aren't you happy that God has your life in control? Mm. He knows what's going to happen in your future. Even though we don't know sometimes what's going to happen. But God does. And he expects us to what? To trust him. Because right here. Jesus told Peter, go into the deep water and let your net down for the catch. There's going to be a catch, in other words. You're going to catch something. (laughs) But what did Peter say? What did Peter say? Lord, you know how we are sometimes. We're, We're negative. You know, I think that I'm a positive person. How many of you think you're a positive person? Okay, there's one, two. Three, okay, four. If you, <laughs> there's another one over here. I think that I'm a positive person, but sometimes I find myself that I'm not that positive. You know, if somebody says something, I'm like, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I want to be positive for me, right? But sometimes we have to be positive for other people too, right? But sometimes when other people share their dreams or plans, it's like, I don't know. (laughs) Right? But when we say our plans, we want everybody to say, yeah, go for it. Yeah, come on, you can do it. You know, it's good to have somebody in your cheering section. (laughs) Right? Yeah. I like to have cheerleaders when I preach. And there's some sisters at the church that I call them my official cheerleaders. 
Because when I preached, there was, yeah, see, amen, glory a Dios. <laughs> you have to have cheerleaders. Amen. The Bible says that, that uh, I, I want to talk about this because today we want to believe for Safe Haven Church. Right? We want to believe that God is going to provide the team. God is going to provide the location. God is going to provide the resources. I don't know from where, but this story tells us. And I was talking to Brother Ephraim because he was telling me that he preached on this one time. And that when he was preaching about this, this idea came to his head, you know. And he said, I believe, because this is what, and Peter said, I'm going to tell you that story in a minute. Put that on hold, okay. And Peter said, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. It's important, the word, the word. He said, what did he say? He didn't say, oh, the crowd said for me to throw the, the nets. No, he didn't say. It wasn't the crowd. Don't always listen to the crowd. Oh, Lord, yes, yes. Because sometimes the, the crowd will cheer you on. And sometimes the crowd will throw you down. One day they're with you, one day they have you here, one day they, come on. Right? We can't depend on the crowd. But for sure, we can depend on the word of God. For sure, we can depend. If God says it in His in the scriptures, it's something that is true. It's something that's going to happen. It's something that is proven that it's going to happen. Because it's the word of God. And this is what Peter said. Okay, God, I mean, uh, all the circumstances are negative. Now, if you want to see, you know, it's negative, 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 negative. All night, we haven't caught nothing. We're tired. We're hungry. We want to go home. And Jesus said, no, you got to go into the deep. And when you go into the deep, you're going to catch. You're going to have a catch. Now, I was going to say about Brother Ephraim, that he said, this is what he told me. And I, I it's kind of like, you know, sometimes uh, when you think about what God is going to do, it's you got to be a little bit like, uh, how do you say, crazy. Yeah, you know. Anything's possible, right? Anything's possible. Open-minded, you know. Because this is what Brother Ephraim said. I believe, <laughs> this is what he said. I believe that when Jesus said, Peter, Go out there, throw the net. There's going to be fish there. You're going to catch fish. This is what Brother Ephraim said. He said, I don't believe there was any fish there. But Jesus commanded the fish to come. Because it wasn't time for fishing anymore. Listen, it wasn't time. For, it wasn't the... The right time for fishing at that moment. The right time, they say it's more at night, more in the early morning. Yeah, when the sun comes out. Yeah, when Jesus has been preaching two hours. The fish are not around. (laughs) 
It's not time for the fish. Listen, because God always works outside of our timing. We put, Jesus, you've got to work here in this time. But Jesus works outside of our timing. He doesn't have to work in our timing. And when he said, Peter, go out. Not only did he tell Peter to go out, he told the fish to go out and be there. And that's, I can just believe it. Oh, Jesus, can you, can you imagine that with me? Jesus like, come on, bring us in. Come on, fish. All the little fish coming. The big fish and the little fish. Hey, we hear something that's calling us. We got to go over there. And the Bible says, and because Peter said, I'm going to do it. We haven't caught nothing. We've caught hard. There's nothing. But Jesus said, trust in me. Because God wants us to trust in him. He can do anything. He can make the birds to come, the fish, whatever is necessary to come, it's going to come to you. If it's for you and if it's your blessing, it's going to come. I don't know how. That's why I always say, and I love that song that says, I don't know how, I don't know when, but he's going to do it again. Amen. Because he's done it before. He's going to do it again. Hallelujah. He uh, He doesn't need anything special. He has the authority. But that's why it's important to hear the word. Peter heard the word. The Bible says in Romans 10, 17, faith cometh from hearing the word of God. So when we hear the word of God, faith cometh. It's, in other words, it's, it, it stirs you. It moves in you. And then you believe what, what that word is telling you to do. We need to believe when we hear the word of God, the word of God is powerful. Amen? Amen. The Bible says that if you, this is says, for with faith it's impossible to please God. Hebrews eleven six. It's impossible to please God without faith. But those that draw near to him must believe that he is. Amen. In other words, if, if you're going to go and ask somebody, you're going to say, well, I believe. Yes, I believe. I'm going to ask Jesus. I'm going to ask God. I'm drawing, I'm drawing near to God because I believe. Right? you got to believe. Now, you know, if you're going to go and ask somebody for $1,000, you know, you got to believe they're going to give it to you. <laughs> but you know what? Maybe if you go ask somebody, you, well, no, he's not going to give them to you. But if you ask God. And if there's a need or if you want to do something that God wants you to do, he's going to provide. I remember when Jonathan was going to go study at, uh, where did you go, Jonathan? Impact Now. (laughs) He went to study at Impact Now. And I remember I told him, he said, Mom, what do you think? And we called. It was kind how many of you remember this? Maybe you don't remember. He said that one day he was, uh, dozing off in church okay don't do this but he was dozing off (laughs) you know how sometimes that happens right you're in church and you're like okay (laughs) lord help me stay awake you know (laughs) one day that happened to Jonathan. oh yeah he's back there he's hiding he's hiding and he said when he in that moment that he dozed off there was a verse that came to him 
a verse. And he opened, and he, he, I don't know if he did it that moment, but he opened the Bible, read the verse. And, he, and that was God speaking to him to take that step of faith and, and go to impact now. And he says, Mom, so oh, let's call. So we called, and it was all so sudden. You know, we called, and they said, well, we're going to see if there's room for him. And, and then they finally called, and they said, yes, I, I, I think we could squeeze him in and, you know, and, and let him come and study and all of that. And, and, and I told him, okay, so this is God's will. We had a property that we were selling. And I said, if, if it's God's will, this property is going to sell, and we're going to be able to pay. Because <laughs> if this doesn't sell, we can't pay. So I don't know what's going to happen. Well, somehow or other, in that same week, we traveled to where this property was. We spoke to the realtor, and he said, we can do it. We can put this property for sale. Within, we, we came back in a few days. We got a call, and he said, we have a buyer. We have a buyer. And praise the Lord, Jonathan was saved. <laughs> but what I'm telling you, if you believe, if you hear the word of God, and the word of God brings faith to you for you to believe for God wants to do something in your life. And Peter said, that was a special day for Peter. Remember, he borrowed Peter's boat. And Peter was willing to let him use his boat. Then he called him to go out and take the step of faith. And the Bible says that when they did so, when they went out, it says they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. Wow. Wow. This is, a, this is called the story of the big catch. <laughs> yeah, this was a big catch. The Bible says that it was so much. They had to call their friends. Come, hey, can you come help us? Because we can't, you know, we can't pick it up. We can't pick it up. It's not like today, you know, more modern fish, fisher, how do you say? Strategies. Do they still do use nets? I know my dad used to use nets. Now they use other stuff. I don't know. It's the same thing. Anyhow, the Bible says they said, and they came to us help for help. We're in the business, the Bible says, and they came and filled both boats to full, so full. <laughs> now, can you believe this story? It's kind of like way out there. So full, imagine, so full that they began to sink. Sink, because they were just so, let's go, let's go fishing, everybody. <laughs> Can you take us? <laughs> so full. Listen to me because, wow, this is what God does when you believe him that he will give you a blessing. The Bible says that it's so much that you won't even be able to contain it. This is the kind of blessing that was here. They could not contain it. Sometimes we can't even believe God for $20. Right, yeah, sometimes. You know, but God is able to provide more above and beyond 
what we understand and listen. We are planting a seed here in safe haven. And some people are saying, well, we don't see nothing. Well, you're going to see it. Amen. Right now we're looking in our natural eyes. We see the circumstances. We, we have to be, believe God that he's going to provide. He's going to bless. He's going to give us such abundance that we're not going to know what to do with it. But we know what to do it with. When God blesses you so much, you have to bless others. And the Bible says here that they called their friends and they said, come and help us. We need help. There was James and John which later became disciples. And the best thing about the story, this is something like in the, in the natural, the fishing, the fish, the, the miracle that Jesus did. But more than anything, something was going to happen in their lives when they saw, the Bible says this, when they saw the miracle, when they saw the boats that were sinking, Peter Something happened in his soul. Something happened in his heart. It wasn't just about receiving all these material things, the blessing of the fish, and that he was going to go home, and he was going to bless his family. His family was going to be blessed because of all of this. And the, the, But something happened in his heart. When Peter saw all of this, and he says he fell to the ground. He fell to his knees. And he said, go away from me, Lord. I am a sinful man. Why? Because the greatest thing that can happen to you and me is when we realize how great our God is. Hallelujah. When we realize who we are before God, we're sinful. We're, we're weak. We are, you know, we're, uh, we're not all that God wants us to be. But even then, God looks at us and he says, I, oh my God. He said, Peter, when, when he saw Peter, when Peter realized who, who Jesus was, he called him Lord. Go away from me, Lord. I am a sinful man. Wow. This is what made the difference when Peter took that attitude. And when Jesus saw his heart, his broken heart, his attitude, his willingness to accept who he was. He was a sinner. He was a sinner. The Bible says we're all sinners. We all come short of the glory of God. But praise be to Jesus that he is our Savior. Amen. Praise be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise be to the Lord. And the Bible says that when he realized this, he, he fell to the floor. He humbled himself. And the Bible says, and Jesus looked to Peter. Hmm. Jesus looked at Peter and he said, Peter, don't be afraid. <laughs> wow. From now on, you will fish for people. From now on, you're going to be a different kind of man. You're not going to be a fisherman. You're not going to go fishing anymore. You're not going to be doing this job anymore. I'm calling you. Wow, I love it. I'm calling you. This is what Jesus was telling Peter. I'm calling you to something greater. Wow, something greater. And that is 
Now you're going to work with people. Now people are going to be changed because of your message. Praise the Lord. We're happy to know we don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be afraid. Sometimes we're afraid. Uh, But Jesus calls us to greater things. Amen. And it says, so they pulled their their boats up on shore, left everything, (laughs) and followed Jesus. And you know what? They didn't stop following him. They followed Jesus with passion. You know, we need more passion in Christians today. We need the followers of Jesus Christ to have passion for him. Passion for what he wants from our lives. Passion to serve him. Passion to follow him. Passion to do, to give everything for him. And the Bible says here, they pulled their boats up on shore. Can you imagine that? They pulled their boats, left them there. I guess I can't. I mean, let them stay there. Sorry. Let us stay. They turned their backs. There's a time that later on they tried to get go back and get those boats, but it was too late because they were discouraged after Jesus died. They wanted to go back. The Bible says that they, from that day on, their, their lives changed because when you give your all to Jesus, your life is going to change. You can't be the same. You can't be the same. And the, and the most the thing is that from that day on, they continue to follow Jesus. They followed him all during the time that he was on earth ministering and, and doing things. And then Jesus gave them the authority to heal and, and to raise the dead. These, two, these men here, these the same ones, from that day forward, things began to change. And let me tell you, when you hear a word from God, your life is going to change. They, Peter heard, and he said, I'm going to do it because you say so. <laughs> I'm going to do it because God says so. I'm going to do it because the word says so. And when we walk in the word and we live by the word, things are going to happen. But if not, then we're just like, no. No, no, no. Things are going to happen. Because we have to have faith. We have to believe in God. We have to exercise that faith and be obedient. If, if Peter would have not been obedient, he would have still been fishing over there, catching fish. But he was willing to take a step a faith to build, to follow God's instruction. Amen. This response, at first they were like negative. But then their faith was activated. You know, whenever you feel negative, you have to activate your faith. And the only way you're going to do it is by reading the word or listening to a preaching or a song that has the word of God. That's going to activate your faith. And you and me, we have to continually walk in this. Because you know what? Sometimes you're activating faith. And then next day you feel like, oh, I don't feel too good. 
you feel discouraged. But activate your faith again. Activate it. Hear the word of God. And let's move in what God says. I want to challenge this group. This team, this group that has been with Gabriel during these last years. And I'm, I'm thankful for y'all because y'all have been there. When there's no one and when there's some people and when there's, you know, God has been blessing us. And there's people that have already said they're going to stand with us. They're going to support us. They're going to come with us. And some have said they're not going to come. But we know that we're praying for the team. We're praying for the team that God wants to lead us in this faith so that we can believe. Because we want to be like Jesus told Peter. Now From now on, you will fish for people. (laughs) People. Because those, that is what makes a difference when we reach out to people and show them God's love. And we're going to believe for our personal lives, but also for others that need to come. Amen? Amen. So let's stand up. I'm already standing up, so y'all stand up. (laughs) to speak words of encouragement to Gabriel, Pastor Gabriel. Reach out to them. We're praying. It's been a time of transition, even in our church. We're praying that God would bring the people that we need to help us move forward with the word that God has given us. Okay, we've been working hard. But now, we have to go out into the deep. And we have to say, Lord, we're going to believe. We're going to serve you. We realize that we're weak, like Peter said. That we're sinful sometimes. That we do things that are not pleasing to God. But we want to restore our passion for God. We have to ask God to restore our passion, young people, because most of you here are young. We have to have a passion for God, for Jesus, for loving him, for obeying him, for going all out for him, for Walking in faith. We're following his guidance. God, give us a heart. Let's pray. God, give us a heart that would follow you wherever you lead us. Whatever you speak to us. Open our hearts to hear that word that you have for our lives. Because that with that word, Our lives can change completely. Our direction can change completely. Just like on that day, Peter did not expect for you to call him out. Peter did not expect for you to command him. For you to call him into ministry. Peter didn't expect that that day. 
today maybe we're not expecting. We didn't come here expecting anything. Because sometimes that's the way we are. We come to church and we don't expect nothing. But today, Lord, I ask you. Because I believe that you're calling out, calling us out in faith. Take that step. Go forward. Because you want to bless us. Just like you blessed them on that day with an abundance of fish. That was so much they couldn't contain it. And I know that you're reaching out to your people. That you want to bless us so much that we can't even contain the blessing. We want to be obedient today to your call. You have chosen each and every person here. You have chosen us. You have handpicked us. We have heard your call. We ask you to forgive us if we have offended you, Father of Jesus. Forgive us. We sometimes want to walk in our own ways. We want to walk in our own thoughts. We, we want to walk in our own world. And we leave you out. But we invite you to be part, part of what's happening in our lives. Use us, Father. Use us. Use us. And let us... Step out in faith and believe you and believe you. Because if we cannot believe you and if we cannot believe your word, we cannot expect anything from you. That's what your word says. You cannot expect anything. We cannot expect anything. Your word says, if you come to me, believe that I am and that I will reward those that draw near to me. Draw us near, God. Draw us near to you, Jesus. Draw us near. Draw draw us closer to you. We live in difficult times, but we need, we need a generation that would step up and step out and say, here I am, Lord. Here I am. Use me. Thank you, Father, for each person that is here today. I ask you bless them in every area of their lives, but most of all, that they would believe you and step in faith. We hope you've enjoyed this message. We'd love to hear your story about how you've been blessed by this ministry or how we can pray for you. To connect with us, you can email us at amen at myemmanuelchurch.com. And if you would like to support us financially, you can give online at myemmanuelchurch.com slash give. Also, If you're in the area, we'd love to see you in person for the full worship experience. Thanks again, and we hope you have a blessed week.